and I asked him by what logic people like us ever get to buy a home. And he tried to explain the accountant's spreadsheet, and I tried to explain back to him that actually we were broke and had no business even having this conversation. I was never going to fall for a predatory loan. I was a journalist. I married a journalist. The facts of the spreadsheet fell apart under my cold-hearted questioning, and he relented. So we rented and we rented and we rented, and then finally Claude got his dream job in New Jersey covering all manner of corrupt politics, and we moved to New Jersey and we stayed in a rental. Only for the first time were we in a rental in a state where the laws favor landlords, and the landlord was a nightmare. You've never even considered how ruinous a landlord or a nightmare can be. And so we gave in and we bought a house. We bought it under duress from someone who appeared to be very ambivalent about selling it. We bought it to get the hell out of the rental, and because there's nothing else to rent, and because you just don't really rent a house in that section of New Jersey. We bought it because it's literally the last house standing on the market, as it had been the season before, because it's such a dump. But the houses here cost like an eighth of a house in Los Angeles, or a twentieth of an apartment in New York, and there were backyards. I went to a tiny town with a street's worth of businesses, and I looked down the road, and a kid sent over from Central Casting was riding his bike down the middle of the street. My heart had been harpooned. Then I looked up, and I was buying a house. I was buying a house. Now, remember the duress under which I'm buying the house. Remember that my husband is now a political reporter, and it's 2015, and he's following our governor as he campaigns in states that are not New Jersey. Remember that I am alone, the children number two. I'm working full-time, and there is so much to do to this house before we move in. We only have six weeks between closing and having to get the F out of our rental situation, and I have to earn 60,000 freelance dollars just to cover the costs of making the place inhabitable. Forget fixing the fireplace. Remember, that the dice are loaded and the bullets are in the chamber, and there are tension metaphors I don't even know yet. Between closing and moving, my stomach hurts and my skin feels cold and my blood feels see-through. You have to understand all these things to understand what happened next, how the simple act of picking paint colors for my new home brought me to my knees. My near-younger sister is an interior designer with a booming business in Brooklyn, She told me that when I finally bought a house, she would do my colors. My whole life I had never allowed myself to fantasize about what I would do if I had a house. My mother, she is an epic window shopper. My father chooses to live on a rented estate in a part of Long Island that is called Tony by people who don't know better words. I wanted nothing I didn't already have. My sister has the same parents, but she loves beauty. Beauty for me has always felt frivolous and out of reach. I had only ever thought about paint colors twice before in my life. One, when my mother moved into her dream home seven years in the constructing, she told us we could each pick our bedroom colors. I chose a muted royal blue that my mother said seemed aggressive, but ultimately later admitted was the best choice. My older sister, a veterinarian, chose the same color her scrubs came in, a coincidence, so that when she was sitting on her bed in them, she appeared to be a floating head amid surgical green. My youngest sister was six and asked for my little pony pink. My near-youngest sister, the designer, 
asked for an antique white that looked elegant with her mahogany furniture. Two, the other time was in college, when my sister and I went to France together and got into so many fights that one day I abandoned her and went off by myself to Giverny. I saw Monet's kitchen, which was cornflower blue and yellow. I said that one day, when I owned a home, which would be a large apartment in the West Village, or maybe the Hamptons house I'd have, or the cottage in Connecticut, I would have a kitchen just like that. I'd take people through and say in an unrehearsed way, I chose the colors because I fell in love with them at Giverny. The sophistication of tossing that one off felt astounding. I couldn't wait. Anyway, my sister came to my shithole rental and sat with her binder and took a deep and professional breath and asked me to describe how I wanted to feel in my new house. I don't know, I told her. Warm? She wrote down.